0: It's time to raise the roof for the 6th episode, 6th time this year. Uh we are back. It is not uh the trio today. It is only the duo of me and Gibby. Or 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 Evan One, as we can call him, because there
1: is
0: (laughs) or Evan One. We we can call him Evan or Gibby. It doesn't really matter. For
1: for continuity's sake, let's let's just keep going with Gibby. Yeah, yeah, yes. So get back to it, and there's going to be too many Evans. You know. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) So so. Uh, for continuity's sake Gibby's here Uh, Evan unfortunately could not uh, be with us tonight as he's a little bit busy with school but that is completely okay because we are going to have the, the group back in just a little bit once everything kind of figures itself out with the division and all of that stuff but we have a lot of things to talk about since the last time that we talked to you guys obviously a couple things happened with the Rays six games happened uh because the Rays had to make up a doubleheader against the Orioles uh plus they had a four game series so it ends up being a five game series over four days and obviously tonight's game against the New York Mets which don't know how they beat Jacob DeGrom but somehow they managed to beat Jacob DeGrom and we'll talk about that in just a little bit but before we do that uh Two things. Uh, A, the Rays have clinched a playoff spot. So congrats to them for finally – or for making it back to the playoffs for for, um, the second consecutive year. I think it's the second time in franchise history that they've done that, which is really good. Uh, They think they're – and then right now, again, we'll talk about this in a sec, but their magic number to clinch the AL East is one um, with the Yankees lost tonight, which I was getting a little bit freaked out about because former former Ray Wilmer Font – just Forgot how to pitch in the ninth inning. Obviously, the Yankees still have a really good offense, but uh, it's Buffalo, and uh, Buffalo's a scary place, as we as us race fans, as, as others, we know, as, as we, we know, know
1: all too well. It's it's that it's that Bills Mafia kind of vibe, dude. It's the, it's
0: it's the Zubaz pants, it's the Buffalo wings, <laughs> it's the people crashing on the tables. This is not a good vibe. <laughs> Not a good fight. Exactly. Not, and and, and not the playoff futility us. of of the Sabres and Bills, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. But I think the first place to start with this episode tonight, just me and Gibby, uh, is let's talk about last weekend's series, uh,
1: which started on oh, – Oh, before what? we start, can what? we congratulate uh, Tampa Bay Lightning didn't win game oh. one. won game two today, 3-2. Hey. Was getting kind of scared at the end there. Um, oh, so wait, was good. it
0: here, – here, did they end up winning 3-1 or was it 3-2? It was three two. Three two.
1: Yeah. So congrats to the
0: congrats to um to the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay uh, sports right now are doing pretty well, except for the yeah. Bucks won. Oh, Bucs
1: wait, won the Bucks won yesterday.
0: Yeah, All right. but it's okay.
1: Except for USF. No, Your, no USF good. got absolutely <laughs>
0: demolished by Notre Dame, but that's demolished. okay. Yeah, but Yeah, that that's true. A, that's okay. Um, See, congrats to the Lightning for making it to the Stanley Cup final for the third time in team history. Hopefully, they'll go two and one instead of one and two. Yeah. Um, hopefully, they'll be able to avenge what happened with the Blackhawks a couple years back, which I'm still angry about because I don't like the Blackhawks, but that's another story. Me neither. Yeah. Let's keep going. <laughs> No one likes the Blackhawks. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about last weekend's series. So we talked on the podcast before on how we wanted the Rays to have. Uh, a breakout series against the Orioles. Obviously they didn't do that at the beginning of the year, getting swept in Baltimore. Uh, We know the problems that the Rays have had in Baltimore in recent years, yet they exceeded our expectations or met our expectations for what we wanted them to do in this big week that I, that I, that I touted last week, even though the Washington series wasn't necessarily great because they went one and one, they ended up writing the ship going four and one against the Orioles going five and two for the week. And what did you see in that series against the As I know the doubleheader we really that that was like our big thing was is that we needed them to sweep yeah. the doubleheader. They ended up sweeping it. Uh, Sunday's game didn't go as planned because we could have won five and zero and swept them. But uh, how did you think about the series in Baltimore? Uh,
1: Baltimore, they got some hitters, so I'm glad to see our pitching. They did pretty well um, against throughout that five game stretch. They did pretty well. Um, we we showed up to the doubleheader. I think that's when we clinched. Um, we really needed to win those two games in order to clinch our uh, playoff seed. Mm, yeah, probably would have come later. But game it's two all right.
0: game two was the one that we clinched the playoff yeah. seat, uh, the, uh, the playoff berth.
1: So they showed up and they. I mean, they were putting out some rookie pitchers, like one guy taking them out for the first time. I forgot his name. Um, Are you talking about? For no, for the Orioles.
0: Oh, for the Orioles. Oh, I know exactly. Do I know exactly who you're talking about? I can look that up, but
1: mm-hmm. I don't I forgot, know. I forgot his name, but I think I, I think, think
0: maybe you're thinking of Kremer. I don't know if he was yeah. the guy you were thinking of, but he was. It wasn't his first start, but he did just recently come up. I mean, they had a lot of left, uh, not a lot of lefties, but they had a lot of rookies coming in. So I know oh, yeah, for true. them there was a lot of different things to adjust to. I can go check that for the are, are you talking specifically about the double header itself? Yeah, I think so. Okay, let me go check this quickly. Maybe it was Bruce Zimmerman. If that oh, was his
1: yeah, I think it was It's probably him. I think it was Zimmerman.
0: Yeah, that that might have been the guy here. Let me just check this to make sure cuz I'm going to go onto his MiLB page as we as we continue to go. But uh yeah, let me Yep, yep, that was his first career start. Uh, but he got uh, – they the Rays touched him up for five runs. But keep going with what you were talking about with the double hitter.
1: Yeah, we had we had good offense in the second game. Of that the rest of the games, so we were kind of lower scored lower score in the last four, other than from Adames, who had his home run in that game. He uh, came alive in that series, had a few hits, uh, scored us some runs, was able to get our team moving. Um, yeah, but we, we're just – we're we're taking what the baseball guys are giving us, you know, and we're and we're finding a way to finding ways to win. Sometimes it's our pitching, sometimes it's our hitting. But um, other than the first two games, hitting was kind of slow. So I'd like to see them pick it up. We were able to get this win against the Mets today against Jacob Degrom. I know he's got some stuff. He's got some really good stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So just just happy overall with the wins. Um, very close to clinching the division actually being uh, about to be division winners. Hopefully. Hopefully.
0: O- hopefully things go well. Um, I-, I agree with what you were talking about. I like they, again, they showed up for the head. They-, they really showed up in game two. There were some guys that needed some clutch hits that got them. Nate Lowe continued what he's been doing this year and has been a really good substitute since G-Man Choi, uh went out with a hamstring injury. Mm-hmm. Um, Lau, uh He regressed, I would say, a little bit, but um, continued to hit. got some RBIs, put some good plate appearances. I think his average is up to around 270, 272, uh, which is much better than what it was before, so I'm glad to see that. Uh, Adamas kind of came out of his slump and kind of is is a little bit of a stretch. I know he had two home runs uh, in the series, but, I mean, other than that, I mean, I think he only had three hits in total. So Mm -hmm. um, it was nice to see him get some hits. Um And look more confident at the plate, but I think he's still got a lot of ways to go uh, this year, even though he's having a better year offensively than it is two previous years. Uh, the pitching looked really good. I mean, that was kind of the story of the weekend. If you look at the run total, I, I told you pre-pod, but to everyone listening, I think that in their last six or six of their last seven games, the Rays have scored three or less runs. The one exception being the 10 runs that they scored in the second game of the doubleheader, which was in seven innings, so that was pretty impressive considering. But it's not really great when you're scoring, you know, one, two, three runs a game and trying to expect the team to win. Uh, luckily, they've pulled out wins. I mean, it's been close, but uh, the pitching has looked really good. Um, uh, Anderson looked good coming back. I know Oliver Drake came back, uh, ended up giving up a um, – oh, well, he ended up giving up the home run in the, in the Nationals um, uh, in the in the last game of the National series in order to get that. Um, in order to give the Nationals the win but it was nice to have a more of a full bullpen there was a lot of contributions from a lot of guys Ryan Sheriff has looked really good Josh Fleming Fleming. um, who ended up getting the win tonight which we'll talk about uh, in just a little bit Snell looked really good in the first game of the doubleheader uh, and then he got into a little bit of trouble and then things got a little bit dicey but he looked really good I think he threw five and a third uh, Morton looked a little bit shaky, but kind of righted the ship, and it was fine because they ended up scoring a lot of runs for him. Glass now looked good, uh, even even Yarbrough in that in, in that in, in that series finale on Sunday. I mean, he ended yeah. up retiring sixteen to seventeen batters at one point. It was really it was really really impressive, and and we've seen yeah, that's that before. Really good stuff. Yeah, Yarbrough is the most consistent. I think he's probably our most consistent pitcher. Like you you can put him out on the mound, and you can expect six seven innings out of him, and yeah. he'll grind through that whatever it might be. And honestly, having that as an, like having Morton not be at his at his best this year, and now I mean, I guess going into the playoffs with four four starting pitchers, and especially your worst of the starting pitchers coming into the season, arguably being better than a lot of people's ones or twos, is really impressive. I mean, if we're gonna talk about that game, uh the like like I was talking about with the offense, like I don't know where the hell John Means came from and put out the start that he did against the Rays that uh, on uh, yesterday, it was insane what he did and kudos to him because yeah, he was, he sense. was the Orioles lone all-star last year. He he threw really well for them, has been shaky this year, uh, but really came back in that start yesterday. And it was, uh, he looked really, really good and made, you know, Yarborough only gave up two runs in that game, I believe. And, or two, three runs in that game uh, charged to him and like, it there was nothing that was going to uh prevent Means from winning that game. I think he ended up I, I think he ended up striking out seven guys in a row at one point and just was un unhittable. Um for a guy that doesn't really throw that hard. So that was concerning because I really wanted them to pull out uh you know, I wanted them to sweep, but we had already gotten the four wins for the series, which was really good. Uh the one thing that made it better was that the Yankees ended up losing to the Red Sox uh yesterday. And they should have lost in that first game against the Red Sox, clearly. The Red Sox offense had other uh, uh, had other plans as they just managed to absolutely blow a bases-loaded opportunity, bases opportunity with one out in the 11th inning. But I'll let it slide for now. So obviously coming into the game tonight uh, against the Mets as we'll transition into that. Uh, the Rays' magic number was three to clinch the division. I believe they were either one or two in the AL right now. I don't know exactly what they are currently. Obviously, the Yankees on the hot streak that they were on winning 10 games in a row before losing yesterday uh, to Boston, and they got absolutely clobbered by Boston at that. I wasn't confident coming into tonight's game. Obviously, the Rays were facing Jacob deGrom, the back-to-back. And I saw a young award winner who has been one of the most dominant, if not the most dominant pitcher in baseball over the last couple of years. And... The Yankees, like I said, were still on a roll. And I thought it was going to be a bad thing for us. And I didn't think anything was going to come of it. And now uh, the Rays somehow beat Jacob DeGrom. And on top of that, yeah. the Yankees got absolutely obliterated in Buffalo, which is what I expected to happen because Buffalo ho- is the house of horrors part two. Ours is the mm-hmm. first one. Theirs is the second one. Because I don't think anyone likes playing in Buffalo. because It's just it's Buffalo. But how did you uh, – for what, for what you saw about tonight's game, how did you feel about it?
1: Um we were able to take what Jacob gave us and we're we (laughs) took advantage of his very few mistakes he makes. (laughs) Very little mistakes. Very little mistakes. Um able able to get that and secure that win against their best pitcher on their team and probably the best in the NL, to be honest. Um
0: that was insane. I just don't know how to
1: Don't don't know how they did it, but they did it. We, our I mean, they only scored one run off of us. Our pitching really stepped in there, and we got just enough run support to secure that win. Yeah. So, very happy with our guys today, even though the hitting wasn't there. I'm not expecting it to be there when Jacob DeGrom's on the mound.
0: Yeah, there was a whole thing like MLB was like, oh, like DeGrom struck out 14 guys today, and it's like, it's Jacob DeGrom. I mean, what do you expect? And he's on another Cy Young season. And then somehow the Rays end up taking the lead early on. Nate Lowe hits the home run to, um, to, to put us up 2-0. Uh, Pete Fairbanks, it was an opener game. So Pete Fairbanks started out the game, and then we kind of just went from there. Uh, Got a lot of contributions from some guys. I think Diego Castillo was in there late in the game. Nick Anderson got the save late. Uh, Josh Fleming ended up throwing three innings of relief, did give up the only run of the game. But he's been fantastic. He's 4-0 so far this year as a rookie coming in. I don't know where the heck did they find these guys, but the Rays just find these guys and turn them into studs or, you know, usable pitchers. I'm just going to say studs because I don't think usable pitchers is the right way to describe how Fleming's been pitching the ship because that's kind of an insult
1: to him. But A ballpen of players that throw 98. How do we that's, call that?
0: that's true. Stable full 98. <laughs> Ryan Sheriff, like I said, um, looked, looked really good. Uh, Ryan Thompson earlier in the game came in after Fairbanks, uh, helped settle things down. I mean, it was a really, really dominant pitching performance. Uh, the hitting, I mean, you can only do so much when you literally have – when you're facing Jacob deGrom. I mean, you can only do so much. Like, he's not going to give exactly. you – Exactly. Like you were talking about, like Gibby was just saying. There's there there's only so many mistakes that Jacob deGrom gives up in a game, and somehow they were able to capitalize on it. And mm-hmm. Lowe actually had both, hit, both uh, runs scored in this game. Um, I'm trying to see what his average is for this year. But, I mean, he's stepped in – like he's been really, really good. He's I mean, he's only well okay, let's be honest here. He, he's only hitting two sixty one. So not like we're not talking anything crazy or he's only hitting uh two fifty five this year, my bad. He's hitting two sixty one his career. So, you know, nothing nuts, but just the fact that he's been that, that he's been as productive and as consistent as he's been this year. I mean that's a really 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 big thing. I mean if he can cut down on the strikeouts that'd be great because right now he's striking out almost yeah. half the times that he's been up to plate this year. Um he's been up to bat this year including two tonight
1: which is not good, not good at all. Yeah, glad he was able to fill um Choi's hole.
0: Yeah, it's that a big
1: through his injury.
0: It's a big hole to fill with Choi because yeah. I mean there's a, it, like Choi's not going to Choi's stats aren't going to pop off the page of you. They're not going to do that, but they are like i don't understand it like i really i (laughs) i don't understand it it's like like they they always find people i mean low 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 was a good hitter in triple a but like this team is just baffling my mind at just how they're doing things and they always do that so it's not that big of a shocker but yeah so obviously winning the game magic number went down to two in their last six games they only needed a combination of three wins and losses they got two of them tonight because the Yankees ended up getting absolutely destroyed by our boy. I don't even know what his name is on the Blue Jays, but he kind of looks like he's like he's like the Blue Jays version of Williams Estadio. He's he's his big he's his big burly wide wide catcher, large adult son. I'm oh. I'm, I'm gonna figure out who exactly it is because I I I want to make sure I get this right because this man deserves all of the credit that's going towards him. Dude's an absolute stud. But, yeah, the Blue Jays got a lot of contributions from people tonight. I think, uh, I think Randall Grishik hit a home run. I mean, they ended up putting up a five spot in the third inning, four spot in the fourth inning. Yankees ended up scoring three in the ninth to make it a little bit interesting, a little bit dicey. Stanton came up with a guy on second. Nothing ended up really happening of it. Thank God, because I didn't want to see Stanton go deep. And then have the score go from 11 to 5 or 11 to 2 in the ninth inning to 11 to 7 after just a couple guys. That would have been concerning as heck. But luckily, cooler heads prevailed. Sean Yamaguchi came in and the Blue Jays got the win. I'm trying to see what's his name. What's his name? This, this dude right here, Senor Kirk. Who I'm, I'm pulling up his name right now. Alejandro Kirk. He's 5'8, 265. What an absolute like unit. An absolute unit. unit of a, man. Bo, Bo a came back. man. He's a dense man. He's a dead spin. That's a damn straight. Uh came back, uh, went two for five. Teoscar Hernandez went two for five. Grand- Randall Grishik, like I said, hit his 10th home run of the year. Vlad got three hits and three RBI, who's not having that great of a season this year, but Vlad got some hits. They had all but two guys, three guys, four guys in the lineup, uh, didn't get hits. Five guys got multi multi-hit games four guys had multi-rbi games three guys had multi-run scored games just a fantastic performance they had they basically had a bullpen matt shoemaker came in and then i'm going to mispronounce this guy's name tj zuck uh, that's what i'm going to go with tj z-e-u-c-h i'm going to go with zucky at, at the university of pittsburgh shout out panthers so big game big game for the rays that the blue jays helped them out which is exactly what i know that we wanted Sorry for going on a little bit of a Blue Jays tangent, but I think that, you know, this is we're, – we're we're getting down to the nitty-gritty of the season. And, and, we, need, and we need all the help that we, we, need can, all get. The help
1: we can get. Exactly. We
0: need all the help we can get. So, I guess the question is, with five games left and a magic number of one, at what point do the Rays clinch their first AL East title in the decade?
1: Uh, I hope – I'd hope tomorrow. It'd be nice. Um, <laughs> since, since they don't got the Grom on the mound. If we could do it today or yesterday, I guess now. Um, no,
0: no, no. It'll be today. It, it, it'll be today. Oh, today. Like...
1: Early, earlier today, yeah. Um, no, so no, if we look... could do it. <laughs> yeah, If yeah, we okay. did it against DeGraw, I think we can do it against um,
0: – Seth Lugo, nope. who's not that Seth good. Seth Lugo. Not that good. Yeah.
1: So I hope we can pull that one out, maybe get some bats going. Um, they, they
0: need some bats Try going.
1: to just ramp it up until – to the end of the season uh try to what's in our next series um
0: is a three gamer against the phillies at the trap to finish off the season
1: yeah so which I, which, you,
0: which i don't want to give the phillies anything
1: <laughs> yeah because
0: i'm cynical
1: let's just let's <laughs> just strike out bryce harper every uh
0: i'm fine with every that. at bat i'm fine yeah. with that he got paid 330 million dollars i'm fine to strike him out we are so I want to I want to say this because it's important to say we are recording this on the 21st night of September. We still got 22 minutes before midnight, so it still counts. <laughs> and I might insert September at some point in this podcast. But shout out Earthwind and Fire for making a banging song. Good good vibes all around. I guess tomorrow's matchup. If we're gonna talk about tomorrow's matchup, we got Blake Snell on the mound for the Rays, Seth Lugo on the mound for the Mets. Probably going to be similar lineups to what to what was thrown out tonight, I believe. that. I mean, we'll see what happens with the Rays. I, I don't know if I agree with, with batting Yoshi Sutsugo at number uh, uh, to lead off the game, but, I mean, you do you. And I, I still don't like Lau in the two, but I, I would prefer Lau in the five because I feel like Lau in the five is a better. Yeah, five, five or worth...
1: four, like, clean up.
0: Yeah, definitely not. I mean, like, there's a way to do it. If you're going to do something, definitely do not put Lau at the two. Because I, 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 like, personally speaking, it's, like, if you're having, you know, if, if the best player in your team is the two-hitter, that's not what I want. I want the best hitter on my team to be the four or five spot because that's the cleanup guy. That's the guy who's supposed to be coming up and, and, and mashing the ball. And lau has been mashing the ball this year, and I don't get mm-hmm. why he's in the two spot. I mean, if you're going to move anything, move Adamas up to the two and 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 move loud down to three mm-hmm. So then, so then you can do something like that. And oh my God! If they don't stop playing Mike Zunino, holy crap, he sucks. <laughs> like, I know that he's a good defensive catcher, but like that only does you so much. He can't hit. He yeah. He couldn't. He couldn't hit a golf ball if it was on a tee. No way. <laughs> he's batting 121 this year. I know that he was out with injury,
1: but like that's god awful. Yeah, give, give me Mikey. Even give me Kevin Smith. You know. Um, yeah i'll I'll take man he's got, he's got a fun
0: name why did why the heck do we really like they to want darno? Right? yeah, I want Darneau back? I don't get why they darneau's the best offensive catcher that the Rays have had in the history of their franchise, and he did it in half a season, basically, yeah, every and time they, I
1: see him on the Braves i'm and just like it just saddens me,
0: yeah, no, they could have spent the money. I mean, it's not like he was asking for that much, and I don't know how much yeah that, it's true it was It was pretty ridiculous that they that they didn't go out and spend the money on him, but I mean clearly. I mean, with him or without him, they've been playing well this year. It would have been Mm -hmm. just nice to have some production from someone in the the catching spot, considering that our best offensive catchers of all time include uh, uh, Deioner Navarro, the friggin' oh, man, uh, Jose Lobaton, Wilson Ramos Ramos for half a season, and then he got traded at the trade deadline to the Phillies. Oh, man, who's the guy that – oh, Rene Rivera, like – Oh my what are god. They, what are they doing? And they need to <laughs> fix out this catch they need to fix out this catching position because it's angering me. It's true. It's so annoying. Like ah oh, so annoying. Uh before we talk a little bit more about the playoffs, I did want to say shout out to the Rays for doing something really cool. So for those that don't know, um obviously uh Gibby knows about this because I told him. So basically what the Rays are doing this year is they have these virtual bobbleheads. That have um, they they put it out on their Twitter account. It's a it was a um uh, it was an Austin Meadows virtual bobblehead, and basically what it was is that if you signed up for it, if you were I, I don't know how exactly the the uh, the sign up thing worked, but basically what it was is is that on the bottom of the bobblehead, you know, like on the base of the bobblehead, under the base of the bobblehead, uh, there was like a scratch off thing, and you know on your phone you could just scratch it off under the uh, you know like at the bottom of the bobblehead, and you won something. Obviously, that doesn't really help for me if I were to win something that I would have to get in Tampa because I don't live in Tampa, and that's exactly what happened because life just loves me. So, you could win a bunch of different things. I think there one of them was like a five hundred dollar like shopping spree at the Ray's Team Store, which would have been amazing. That would have been really nice. I could have gotten like a Lao authentic been jersey. Been awesome. oh. But uh what i ended up getting so i know that people like i think it was i think with papa john's so people got like free breadsticks from papa john's which would have been absolutely useless for me because i'm not going to get breadsticks delivered 600 miles i mean unless i want to do it like I, I wouldn't advise of it but you know so what i ended up getting in my thing was i ended up getting a free pair of raised stance socks which is actually pretty good it's like a 20 dollar awesome. value uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, I was a really big fan of it. So if anyone wants to do it, I think, it. I think it's still going on. I don't know. If, I don't know for how long more it's going on, but basically it should be on the race Twitter account. Look down in the tweets from today, September 21st, and it should be there. It should, it should have been before the game, a couple tweets before the game started, but my goodness, what a great idea for just not having yeah. anything going on. It's, it's so cool. I hope I can get some nice socks. I think I think Gibby might help me out, or I'm gonna to have to call up the Rays team store.
1: Yeah, they just you know they they haven't been able to do like their stadium giveaway things. So I think they just have a bunch of stuff that they're just like we gotta get rid of this somehow. So
0: well, I mean, yeah, but also like the stance. I mean, I, I don't think I mean the, the five hundred
1: dollar the, the the stance socks are pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the five hundred dollar giveaway thing that's awesome.
0: Yeah, that would have been really cool. Uh, I, I'm just like in a year of such uncertainty, it's really, really cool to see teams do something like this. I mean, it's it's something small, but like for me, I'm like, that's awesome. Give me, you should definitely, if you haven't done it yet, do it. See if you can win something. Don't look into that. Dude, see if you can win something. Like definitely Definitely. anyone who's listening, see if you can win something, go online, anyone on the race subreddit, who's listening to this, go and see if you can win something. Cause I'm sure that there's plenty of prizes left. And honestly, the prizes are pretty cool. Like I. I mean, now I can say that I got. Hopefully, I can get a pair of raised stand socks, and hopefully, they'll get shipped to me in some sort
1: of way. I'll figure that out. But it's just it, when it's you get coo- them. Are you gonna? When you get them, are you gonna um like put them all the way up like they always do on the mound? Uh, I mean, it depends on Those how high. Go of, pretty high.
0: Yeah, it depends on how high of socks I'm gonna get. I mean, I'm. It, again, it all based on the. the uh, you know, it all it, it all depends on the availability of socks at the team store. So I don't really know exactly what they're gonna have. So. Honestly speaking, I hope that they have those Devil Ray socks, but I know that they're sold out on the Stance website. So I don't really know what that means on the Rays website. But I have a couple ideas, and like they're like uh, like I said online, it's between like a twenty and twenty five dollar value that I'm getting for free. So that's amazing. Like that's so cool. Kudo, kudos to the Rays for for being cool and doing something like this to help the fans out in a crazy season. So, quick thing again. Quick thing before the playoffs. So, the Rays unveiled their 40-man player pool for the playoffs, and oh boy, were people going absolutely nuts on the Rays subreddit and the game thread before Very that true. game. Of you know, one one big reason that being one Wander Franco Wander was Franco. put on the player pool uh, for this for this um, uh, uh, for this postseason player pool, which is just. Like, he's probably not going to play, but just the fact of, like, oh, they're putting him on there because they might use him, like, that excites me. I'm sure
1: that excites you. Uh, in terms of the other – I'm just imagining game seven. Of World the World series. series and he comes in. And he just, <laughs> Two outs. <laughs> One in front, go up to bat.
0: That would be amazing if he did that. That would, like, oh, God, man. that'd be so dope. Um, <laughs> so, So, some other people to add in. Uh, Ronaldo Hernandez, who's the Rays' top catching prospect, was added into the player pool for catchers. So they have uh, eight of those. Like I said, Wander Franco was put on there, including – and um, uh, Vidal Brujan, um, uh, the organization's number three prospect right now. So both of those guys are in the postseason player pool, along with Willie Adamas, um, Mike Brousseau, G-Man, who's still there. Hopefully i will get healthy. And we'll, and we'll do a quick I.O. report. Uh, Yandi. Uh, Obviously, the GOAT, Brandon Lau, Nate Lowe, and Joey Wendell. And then in the outfield, we have – let's see if there's anyone new. Uh, Brian O'Grady was put on the thing or or was put in the pool. So, right now, in terms of outfitters, there's eight. Randy Rosarena, Kevin Kiermeyer, Manuel Margot, Manny Margot, Austin Meadows, Brian O'Grady, Brett Phillips, Hunter Renfro, and Yosuke Shutsugo. Meadows is currently hurt right now. Renfro can't hit. Sutsugo's batting 200. Hopefully he'll he'll recover. Phillips isn't doing that great either. Um, so they're really going to need a Rosa Reina and Margot to um, uh, to play and and hit well as they've been doing this year. And they need Kiermaier to also do the same thing. Uh, in terms of pitchers, they have 19 pitchers currently on their um, within their depth chart. It is Jose Alvarado, Nick Anderson, Diego Castillo, John Curtis, Oliver Drake, Pete Fairbanks, Josh Fleming, Sean Gill who was added on. Uh Tyler now Brent Honeywell was also added on, still recovering from his two Tommy John surgeries. And I don't think he's actually gonna do anything, but who knows. Uh Aaron Luke Shane McClanahan, who was also added in, uh, will be interesting. Go Bulls. Uh,
1: did he come from the Bulls? I'm pretty sure Callahan was from Callahan was from the Bulls.
0: Oh well still go bulls anyway. Uh Charlie Morton, Trevor Richards, Ryan Sheriff, Aaron Sluggers. Blake Snell, Ryan Thompson, and Ryan Yarbrough. So a lot – very, very good, obviously, as we all know, very, very good you know, pitching rotation that the Rays have had. Apparently, Alvarado um, uh, through a 26-pitch bullpen session on Monday could be an option at some point this postseason, which would be very nice. Obviously, you have very good rotation, and you have a very good bullpen. You have a lot of guys that have come back that are healthy, which is really nice. It's nice to see Anderson back there. It's nice to see Drake back there. It's hopefully Alvarado will be back there soon. Was um, Yandy
1: Diaz on that roster?
0: Yeah, Yandy Diaz was on the roster too. And we're going to talk about Yandy. So obviously, Yandy and, Yandy and, and G-Man uh, both have been on the I.L. Both are on the I.L. currently with hamstring strains. But the, the, the good thing is, is is that both of them took BP on Sunday and Monday, which is, which is good to see them back. And as of right now, it says here, so I believe this is Juan Torrebo, yeah, raisemob.com reporter Juan Taribo who does great stuff. If you don't read his stuff, definitely do. He said that they both of them took batting practice on Sunday and Monday and could be slated for live batting practice if they feel healthy on Tuesday. So hopefully, if they don't push him too far, then they'll be healthy for the playoffs, which would be really nice because um, the Rays need some help. Obviously, G Man's a spark plug, even though he's not that, he's not doing that great hitting this year. And Yandi, I mean, we saw what we I mean, we saw what he did in the postseason. Literally the first batter of the game and yeeted one out of the bark in, in Oakland and then hit two. But yeah, crazy, crazy stuff going on with that. Big big news with the player pool. Really, really fun to see that that they're taking a little bit of risk here, putting some guys in. Vidal. Putting you know Franco in Honeywell, maybe he'll be healthy. It'd be nice to see these guys um, in the postseason. Probably not. What do you think about those additions? Um, is there anyone, any one of the new guys? I mean, there's only like four or five that are like new, but any one of those guys, where you could be like, ooh, if they if they come in, you'll be you'll be like you know excited, surprised. Well, definitely if one or Franco somehow. Yeah. Got into the
1: game, <laughs> um, I feel like. I feel like he could be kind of a game changer, but you know, you don't really want to put him you don't know what he's really got in the in the majors right now. Also they haven't That's been playing true. that much minor league ball or any at all, as a matter of fact. So might be a little not warmed up, not used to the game right now. So I think the new guys are basically just in case uh, our starter some of our starters get uh injured. So I don't really see a lot of the a lot of those prospects coming in to especially for playoffs but it could happen you know we could see some of them go in there i'd be excited for that
0: i, I, I will say uh shout out to shout out to wander franco for um uh, apparently his uncles are eric and willie ibar who of which willie ibar was on the raise back when they went to the world series in 2008 so shout out to willie ibar
1: Get, oh, getting
0: some love on the podcast for the, probably the first time that he's ever gotten love on a podcast in quite a little bit <laughs> it's shout probably out. been a while yeah, well, that's pretty lit though. Like, I didn't even know that. I mean, Eric, yeah, the Ibar brothers. I mean, they didn't do crazy stuff in Major League Baseball, but I mean, they played. Um, they had some impact. I mean, Eric was the better of the two. He had over fourteen hundred hits in his career. So, shout out to him. Shout out to I him. Think on the you on just games.
1: love seeing what you just always love seeing like a, a brother combo in a in a major sports league. I think that is true. always gonna. I think you you always want to root for them because it's like oh yeah you know, that I, brothers. I, I agree cool. with
0: that. I agree with that. That's a good that that's a good take. I definitely agree with that yeah. it's, it's it it's, it's it's a lot of fun to see the interesting, you know, like the interesting side of baseball with like brothers and I know it was like Jose Barrios and 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 Javier Baez our brother-in-law, are brother-in-law or are like or like our brothers-in-law because they married sisters, which is just really funny i, yeah. I don't even know how that works like 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 how to is, is is it just like oh we're dating so like the other one's gonna or like the sisters or like javier Baez is gonna be like yo she's got a sister to like jose barrios and he's like yo lit
1: <laughs> i really bro, hope it's not <laughs> i really, I really <laughs> yeah. hope
0: it's not like that because that'd be strange <laughs> that'd be a little a little weird <laughs> it'd be a little it'd be a little strange. Um, so I guess to wrap things up, I mean, I mean, we have to talk postseason now, considering the fact that the we are in, we are in the postseason. Yeah, the Rays are in the postseason. Shocking, shocking that they are, but they are. And not, <laughs> I mean, not. not really. That we shocking. made it. Yeah, they made it. The, the The Rays have been the Rays have made it. They've played well. They're five and light. They're actually six and two in their last eight. Uh, went went five and two last week. Really, really big. Five and one in their last six games playing really, really well. Currently, they have a game and a half lead on the White Sox for the number one seed in the AL with now five games left to play. Obviously, things might change uh, if they end up winning the division. Who knows if they'll, you know, play hard or not play hard. Uh, I, I think that the other important race to look at right now, if we're looking at races, is that and this was one that I heard uh, I listened to baseball barbecue Cespedes family barbecue guys um, those 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 that don't listen to it ringer podcast Network uh, Spotify Apple Podcasts. just look up baseball barbecue really really good podcast uh, they were talking about uh, the the race between the four and the five seed because obviously I mean there's a race between the um, you know like the division winners but then there's the race between you know who's the best second place team and right now that that race the four and the five seed because obviously, in the, in, as the playoffs, and we should talk about this for a quick sec. So the playoffs are going to be in a bubble format. Uh, hosting games at the at the higher seed, so whoever the higher seed is in the matchup, so top four seeds get to host. Then it goes into a bubble format. Uh, games in, I believe, San Diego. They have Minute Maid Park. Uh, I don't know, Dodger Stadium, possibly. And then, obviously, uh, the Rangers' new ballpark, Globe Life. Field? Park? Field? Field? I think, it, I think it's Field. Local Life Field in Arlington. I mean, it's 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 not called that, but, I mean, they are in Arlington. So that's going to be where they believe uh, – well, that's going to be at least where the World Series is. I don't know about the NL or, or ALCS, possibly one of the two. Uh, so it goes into a neutral site thing basically before, you know, the first – or after the first round. But that, but that four or five matchup right now between the Twins and the Yankees. Uh, the Twins currently have a game and a half lead on the Yankees right now for that for that four seed, um, and that's huge because the Twins have been really really good this year. And obviously, the Yankees are really really good at home. Uh, in terms of playoff races to kind of finish things off, uh, in these last couple games of the season, where do you see the Rays ending up, and where do you see uh, what what do you see happening with the Yankees?
1: Um. I see the Yankees getting back on a on a streak to end the season, possibly overtaking the Twins, getting into that fourth seat. Um, I see us just taking the top, to be honest, because I've the way that we've played these last couple of games, our pitching just on fire, our hitting can get it done in a game. Not they're not going to overshoot it, but I mean they'll overshoot it sometimes, but. Mm-hmm. Mostly, they're just going to get the run support that the pitchers need and secure some wins. I think we're going to take that um, top spot in the division and hope – I think in that eighth spot, is it still the Indians?
0: The eighth spot right now is Toronto. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, Cleveland's got the seventh spot. I mean, Toronto's probably uh, – barring unforeseen circumstances, Toronto's going to be the – or Toronto's going to be the eighth and Cleveland's going to be the seventh it does help and i believe this is true that with the playoffs if i correctly remember it i don't know if they're hosting all 3 games there i would i would feel or i would probably all 3 games at the higher seeds ballpark mm-hmm. so that helps out the rays that's, that's so basically good. the rays are securing home field advantage i mean they're only they're only securing it for one series so what's you know it's not really home field advantage but I mean, if you get a top-four seed, regardless of what the top-four seed is, you're getting three games at home, which is which is really big, especially for the Rays. It would be I, – I feel like it would be nice to play a division opponent compared to a non-division opponent.
1: Yeah, because we know. Uh,
0: yeah, because you know what you're going to get. Yeah. You know what you're going to get if you play the Blue Jays, and they've played them before. I do – I'm very scared of the Blue Jays, but I think that – knowing that we've played them before, I think in a, you know, in, in a three game series at home, I feel like that works to our favor. I like, I, I'm going to be, I'm going to be, uh, no, I'm not going to say it. Oh, I don't know what, like, I, I have a feeling that Minnesota is going to overtake Chicago. Chicago is going to fall out of the one and then they're going to fall into the five. So then the, the Yankees are going to have four um, uh, the four seed Minnesota is going to have the two seed or the three seed. And then Chicago is going to jump down to either the five or six seed.
1: Hmm. So, so, I don't East think East Chicago slipping a little bit,
0: yeah, yeah, I mean, right now they're only they're only a game and a half up on the on the twins right now, so honestly speaking i like I think that the twins are going to hold the fourth down, and I think they're gonna find a way to win the division, mm-hmm. but if that doesn't happen, I don't know who I'm going to pick between the twins and the Yankees, like it's really tough for me to say who will who will come out of there, so I guess that'll be up to up to that um I'm trying to think if there's anything else i mean I think I think we kind of went over everything. Uh, lots of, uh, obviously lots of crazy baseball stuff going on. If we're going to, I mean, if there's teams to shout out, shout out to the Marlins for somehow finding a way to stay relevant and stay in the playoff hunt, which is just I don't know how they've done it. It is mind boggling yeah. considering that literally half their team tested positive for COVID early in the year. So shout out to them. Uh shout out to the Rays right now. Actually that's that should be the biggest thing. Shout out to Florida. Shout out to the Rays for, for finding a way to win tonight against the against the Mets, which I don't think anyone thought. And putting themselves in a prime spot tomorrow. Hopefully by the time we put this pod out we'll be I mean I mean it'll be it'll be before the game, but hopefully we'll be able to record tomorrow night and hopefully we'll we'll be recording uh our a pod after our first division title in a decade which would be really nice that'd be awesome yeah so i think that's pretty much it from us so thanks to everyone for listening uh we really appreciate all of your support over the last um five episodes i think we're up to almost 100 total listens so thank you to the first 100 hopefully cheers to many more uh but thanks so much to everyone again uh, make sure to follow us on on twitter at Roofraising. we might change that in a little bit uh, we're on Spotify, we're on Apple Podcasts. As of right now, we might be on Google Podcasts soon. Um, those are kind of the big ones. But yeah, for me, Gibby, stay safe, stay healthy, wear a mask and raise up. Raise up.